This sermon is brought to you by Shofar Christian Church. We hope that you will be blessed by this message. Our audio and video sermons are also available on Shofar TV to download and share. Uh, thank you for, uh, for having, having me with you this evening. It's really a blessing, privilege to, to serve you this evening. And uh, yeah, you're, um, Alan, I've uh, really come to, to, to love and appreciate um, Andre and, and Sonica over the last couple of years. Our son uh, and uh, daughter-in-law was here for a while before they, well, they relocated to another city. And, uh, and so they really enjoyed it uh, in, in, this, in this family, and they grow, and always tell me, Dad, you need to meet Andre. They... I think the same, you guys think the same, and, and so on. So I uh, uh, really honor and, and appreciate Andre and Sonica. You guys have, Shofar Church, have, have really made an impact on the city. You have. I mean, I know, I know when you started to go into Southernwood, when this meeting actually, you know, when it you know, started, so Andre was so excited and, and, and just want to see the kingdom grow and see people coming to the Lord. So you guys move there, and then, well, you, you're back here now, so we can... <laughs> have a meeting, but uh, really uh, appreciate the, the heart of Shofar for the lost, not only here, you also go beyond the borders of, of, the, of the country, you go into other nations, bring the gospel there and preach there, and, uh, and so that's really, it's wonderful, really something that's on, close to, to me and my wife's heart, we just come back from random Burundi, we've been there for two, two weeks and just serving the church there. So we share a lot with, in common with, with, with Andre. And uh, so enjoyed Andre's sharing. He was uh, at um, Philadelphia two, two evenings uh, ago. Um, he shared there and uh, so just went there to, to listen. Uh, really love what is, uh, what is living in Andre's heart. And uh, it's a wonderful opportunity for, you know, for leaders in the city just to go and listen to one another. What is God saying? What is in your heart? What is in your gut? And, um, and so um, God, is doing, God is doing something very special and unique amongst leaders in the city, the, especially between Andre, myself, and Corey, and uh, Corneille from God Adventure. We, uh, we just love spending time together, having coffee together, uh, going for a soaking meeting once a month <laughs> at, uh, at God Adventure. Uh, appreciate Corneille opening up the facility. And we just go there for a, for a morning for two hours with no agenda, just to connect as friends with the Lord, spending time in His presence, and then we just pray and prophesy over one another. I want, I want to talk about the kingdom tonight, but, you know, I've been walking with the Lord for mm, 43 years. <laughs> this year, I came to the Lord... When I was in the army, in, I was 18 years old in the army in Bloemfontein. Those years we had, to, we had to go to the army and serve the country and uh, gone to the border and fight the war, which I didn't know why I was fighting this thing. And I only discovered later on that it was actually against my convictions. If I had to do it today, I think I'm going to be in trouble. But uh, I came to the Lord while I was in the army. And uh, the Lord got me there. He got, eventually got hold of me, running away from him, trying all kinds of things. But he got hold of me when I was in the army. 
And so in this 43 years that I'm walking with God, the longer, the longer I walk with Him, the more I realize that, that the kingdom of God is about family. It's all about relationship. Because family relationship, we, Jesus taught us, the first thing He taught us to pray, taught His disciples to pray, is Heavenly Father. We address God as Father. He must have Father. And he says, Pa, he's, he's, he's not a faraway God. He's, a, he's my Father. And He came through Jesus by the Spirit to live in me. And He's not far away. He's right here. It's about relationship. So I like the sharing, what you just shared about worship, Dion, just before we started to worship Adam and Eve in the garden. Worship was just to be in His presence. Recognize him in the, his, his voice and his presence in the stillness of the evening. Probably this time, you know, walking in the garden they, and they, they, he was there. They recognized him. So the kingdom is, is, uh, is, is about relationship. And, um, and so for leaders in the city, and, and I think this is what God is doing. He is um, connecting us and we are connecting with one another on a relational level as brothers, not as pastors in the first instance, but as brothers, because we are on, this, on, we are, we are, we are on the same journey towards eternity. And so the Lord put us together in this city. I didn't know I would be uh, in East London, um, goodness grief, four years ago. And we thought we're just going to serve the, the Lord and and we're going to retire there and look after the churches that we've planted and raise up leaders and so on. And then the Lord pulled the plug on us. <laughs> and uh, now we're in East London. We're in East London for the past four years to come and serve a group of people, but also to serve the city. And so the Lord, you know, the Lord has put us together as a... <clears throat> As, uh, as the family of God in, in a city. And the, and the Bible speaks a lot about cities. There was a word for cities and for towns. And so when, when, the, when the, angel and the, angel, the angel spoke to the churches in, in Revelation, he addressed it to the church in the city, Philadelphia and Ephesus and Philip. So it is, it is about, also about the church. And so this thing that Andre is doing and we are doing, inviting one another into another's churches and trust one another with a word, and not even he's not here, <laughs> to, 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 to preach and to share the word, uh, it's about relationship. We cannot do that if we don't trust one another. And so we are on this journey together, and I really, I really treasure these, um, these relationships with other brothers and we've really become friends and can share our hearts and pray for one another. And so, anyway, so it's great to be with, uh, to be with you. And uh, may the Lord bless Andre and Sonica and, uh, and the leadership of, uh, of Shofar. So, I want to talk about the treasure of the kingdom. So, uh, it's something that the, the kingdom message is, um, is just something that I feel the Lord is highlighting for me personally. Uh, over the past couple of months about what God is doing in the city and what God wants to say to His church. Because I do believe, I'd say, the church is the, is the most wonderful thing that God could give birth to. It's a bride. 
en uh, ons manne sikkel met die ding oor die bruid, but it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it speaks about intimacy and closeness, and it's family, it's a family affair, it's going to be a wonderful wedding feast. But I also believe the Lord wants to, to say to the church that we, the church should, should uh, align itself always. The priority, the, the center of our existence is around the kingdom. It's about the kingdom. And so before we talk about the treasure of the kingdom, uh, we need to understand what does the Lord mean by the kingdom? Because I think the word kingdom is probably the only word that is being used by Christians in these days. I don't, I don't hear anybody else talk about the kingdom because we don't live in the United Kingdom or United whatever, South African states or whatever, uh, all the provinces. We, the, word, the word kingdom is, is something only the Christian church is using. So what does, what does the word kingdom mean? Some people think, some people think, I'll go there just now. Some people think it's heaven. Some people think that the kingdom is church. Or that the kingdom is a, is a place, it's a, it's a locality. But it's not. Yes, the church is made up of people who have embraced the kingdom. And yes, those who have embraced the kingdom and received Jesus, we will end up in heaven. And we will be for eternity. We will spend time with him. But that's not the kingdom. So the word kingdom, we find the meaning in the word, in the English word, as it says. It is the king and his domain. The Greek word for kingdom is basileia, and it comes from the word king. And it simply means, it simply means God's reign. It means the government of God. It is the heerskapie van die Heere. So when we, when we talk about the kingdom, we talk about God's government, His rule in the lives of a believer. The kingdom came in and through Jesus. This was the message that, that John the Baptist baptized. He wasn't, wasn't the Baptist. <laughs> he was a Jew. <laughs> But uh, it was the message that John the Baptist preached. Jesus preached. All the parables that Jesus spoke about, he says, the kingdom of heaven is like. The kingdom of God is like a seed. It's like light. It's like a father with a lost son. It's like a lady who lost a koi. It's like a shepherd who leaves the 99 and go and find the one. He spoke about the kingdom. And they often misunderstood him because the, the, the Jews were looking for a political government, for a political kingdom to come. And so, uh, just to make sure that as we talk about the treasure of the kingdom, that we are on the same page about what does the kingdom means and what does it mean for your life and my life and what does it mean for me right now here tonight. Time is up. Okay. Amen. Can we? Shall we go? <laughs> no, <it's> just, <laughs> so, this is the story of the kingdom. If we can see 
how valuable it is to live under the government of God. To allow the government, the rule of the Holy Spirit in my heart. If I can get it, if I can see it, how valuable it is, I will sell everything to get it. It's so valuable that I will give up everything. I will stop everything. I will seek that first because this is the most valuable and the most powerful thing that I could ever do is say yes to the king. And so the song says you're going to have it all. It's time and again we surrender ourselves to the king and his government and say, Lord, you're going to have it all. I'm holding nothing back. Because the secret of the kingdom is right in here. So what is the kingdom? It is the government of God. Where is the kingdom? Well, if you ask that question, then the Jews and the people of Jesus, they also asked the question. The Pharisees came and they asked Jesus the question. They say, and asked them, they said, when will, they, when will, let me read it, once being asked by the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God will come, Jesus replied, the coming of the kingdom of God is not something that can be observed, nor will people say, here it is or there it is, because the kingdom of God is within you. The ESV said, among you, the NRV says, is within you. Ek gloe in die 83 vertaling, hy is definitief recht. Die koninkrijk van God, die koninkrijk van God is binnen in julle. You cannot see it with a natural eye. It's not there or there or, oh there it is, oh no, there it is. Oh, it's the church, no church, just, no, 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 no. He says, you can't see it with careful observation. Okay, let me just carefully see where is the kingdom. No, you can't, and I, we cannot observe it with a natural eye. You need to be born again to see the kingdom. This is what Jesus said to Nicodemus. No man can see the kingdom, can see the government of God, can see the, the value of it, can see the power of it, unless you are born again. How do I get born again? Well, I open my heart to the Holy Spirit. I open myself to the message of the kingdom, to the gospel, and I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. That's the bottom line. The moment I do that and I surrender and I receive the good news, I receive what he has done for us. Greatest day in history, the day you took my sin away. That's the song that we say. I cannot see it with this eye. I need to be born again to have eyes of the Spirit to see the kingdom. And then he says, then you cannot enter the kingdom if you're not born again. So where is the kingdom? Where is it? It's right here. It's in Ellen. It's in Dion. It's in Christo. Where is the kingdom? The kingdom is in everyone who's sitting here who have received Jesus. Have said yes to him. Have said yes to his lordship. If he said, yes, Lord, govern my life. And so, Jesus told a parable of how valuable it is. So in Matthew 13, it's not up there, you can just listen here. So Matthew 13, uh, verse 43 and 44, he, tells, he speaks about two parables. And he says, 
the kingdom of, of heaven is like. This one guy walked and he tripped over a, a, a thing in the field wherever he was walking, maybe on his way to game or whatever. Where was. <laughs> on, his way, on his way somewhere, he tripped over something and he, he says, what the? And he uncovered it. And he says, my goodness, this, this treasure, this thing is so valuable, I need to get it. And so he went and he bought the plot. He bought the field to get the treasure. He, it says he went and he sold everything. That thing was so valuable that he sold everything he had to have that because he know if he have that, it's worth more than he has. And the second guy was a merchant. A guy looking for fine pearls. And he was traveling all over the world and he was looking for the finest pearls. And when he found it, he looked at this pearl. He says, before the other guys buy this thing, let me just go and sell everything. I, I haven't got enough cash, but I'm going to sell everything and I'm going to buy it because he knew that this pearl is of the, the value of the pearl is, is more valuable than everything that he has. So the kingdom is valuable. It's very valuable. It is the most important treasure that any human being could ever discover and ever have. And it's the, it's the most wonderful and powerful place to live under the government of God and live and yield there. So Jesus says, then he, he speaks in Matthew 6. And he says, Carol's money warini. Don't worry about what you will eat. Don't worry what you will drink. Don't worry about your clothes. Don't worry about a roof over your head. Don't worry about all all these things. But first seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And then all the other things will be added unto you. First, seek the kingdom, seek the rule of God, seek the government of God, seek what does it mean for God to rule my life. He's not a slave driver. He's a loving father. He's a friend. He's a good shepherd. He's a wonderful pastor. First, seek that says, and then the other things, it will just come so by the way. So what does it mean? Well, it sounds to me <clears throat> if it's from heaven, tell them we are here. So <laughs> we're waiting <laughs> for Jesus to come and fetch us. <laughs> And so, so it looks like this thing about having a relationship with God and to know the king, 
is not something in the New Testament, not something that Jesus introduced. You know who understood this? Was a young man with the name of Solomon. Solomon became king when he was very young. We don't know, 16, 18 years, somewhere there. That's very young for a president. We can, we could have maybe do with him. <laughs> but uh, uh, so, in he, while he was sleeping, God came to him. In his dream, he says, Solomon, you can ask me anything you want from my iets. And iets in Hebrews is actually iets. Anything in the Greek and the Hebrew it is actually anything. There's no limits. There's the clean agenda. Ask me anything. Frava me enige iets. And I will give it to you. I will give you it. And so Solomon, you know what he asked? He asked for a discerning heart. He says, Lord, give me a discerning heart to govern these people because I'm young. And give me discernment to distinguish between what is right and what is wrong. And then it says, maybe you can just turn to the, oh, there it is, 1 Kings 3. It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this, and God said to him, I will also, what you have not asked for, give to you, both riches and honor. He said to Solomon, you didn't ask for wealth, you didn't ask for a long life, and you didn't ask for the death of your enemies. You didn't ask for that. You asked what was actually on my heart to give you. And so when you asked that which was on my heart to give you, I'm going to give that to you. And how do you know God gave? Well, just read Song of Songs and Proverbs. And then just read the account of that people came all over the world to watch have a look, listen to his wisdom, look at the palace where he built and the, and the temple and every, all the wealth that he had. Because he didn't ask what he wanted. He, didn't, he actually asked what God wanted. So God gave him both. So it's not something new. So I want to share with you seven things, seven keys. What does it mean to seek the kingdom first. And what does it mean? What God says, he will seek his kingdom and his righteousness and what God means, but he will add all the other things. Number one, pursuit. <clears throat> the first point is, the first key is pursuit. It means seek. Suk. Suk as if. Suk, seek earnestly. As you have almost lost something. So, by the way, the Greek word for seek is the same as the, as the word uh, zito. It's the same word that Jesus used when he said he came to seek and find the lost. Like Jesus came to seek and find the lost and he found you and me. So, he says, so seek. Look for it. Look for it. This guy who was 
looking for this fine pill. Look for what does it mean to live under his government. Look for it, what does it mean to have a yielded heart. Look what does it mean to live in obedience. Look, look for that thing. Look for that. There's a pursuit. Suck it. It means time and effort. I need to, I need to make time. I need, to have, I need to put effort in it. Seek. Pursue it. Suck it. Second point. It's priority. Priority. First. Seek. First. The first thing. It means it's a matter of priority. It's not a... This is this nie a ding wat ek byvoeg by my lysies van goed nie. Ek soek a werk, ek soek a vrou, ek soek a kar, ek soek, ek soek a man. As I'm look, sorry. Because I'm speaking people now, please just rebuke me if I speak the heavenly language now. So. now it's, it's not a list of it's not a list of things that I add. I say, okay, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for that, I need this, I need that, I'm looking for that. No, it says the first thing that you do. The first thing that I think about, what does it mean to live under the government, the rule of God? It's, it means something that takes precedence over all other things. Help me. So, it is the first thing, actually, that Jesus told his disciples to pray. Heavenly Father, Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Let your, let your what? Oh, give me what I, Lord, I need bread, I need a house. No, I say, let your kingdom come. Let your government come. Let your rule come in my life and also the place where I live. Let it come into my family. Let it come into my street. Let it come into my nation. That is the first thing that Jesus told his disciples. This is what you ask for. You ask for let your kingdom come. And then comes the daily bread. And then comes, you know, forgive us our sins, all the other things. It's consistent with the teaching of Jesus says, seek first. That's the first thing he says to pray. Let your kingdom come. So, it is an attitude. Looks to me. It's a, it's an ingesteldheid. It's an, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's an ingesteldheid. It's an attitude. I, it's my, Wi-Fi. <laughs> Put on my Wi-Fi, my phone, trying to pick up, you know, where's the connection, you know. The first thing you do, uh, probably is on, your, on your cell phone, you need to have a connection. So get your connection. It's the first thing you do, otherwise you can't use your phone. So it's, 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 uh, it's priority. This, the third thing is, it is a privilege. It is honoring the holy, the, the un, Artie Kendall. I don't know if, can you just go to the next page? Artie Kendall, Artie Kendall is a very uh, famous theologian, and he's at the basement of the chapel, and he's, in the, you know, uh, came after um, Martin Lloyd-Jones, if you know Martin Lloyd-Jones, etc. So Artie Kendall says that the, his definition of the kingdom is, is the rule of the ungrieved spirit in the life of a believer. I think it's very true because where's Jesus? Well, he's in heaven in his body, but Jesus is in my heart. How? By the spirit. And so it is to live 
is to, is to, is to honor the, the presence of the Holy Spirit and be conscious of the Holy Spirit and, and walk in such a way that I don't grieve Him. One of the, one of the, one of the symbols of the signs of the Holy Spirit was a dove. And so Artie Kendall says this thing. He says, how would you walk if you had a dove on your shoulder? Okay, I can't forget. How, how, would, you, how, how would you and I walk through the whole day? The moment I got up out of bed, I don't put on my cell phone. I put the dove on my shoulder. And then I walk to the kitchen, to the... <laughs> the bathroom. Oops, you see, there you go. What does it mean? I will walk very carefully, am I right? If I had a dove on my shoulder, I will be very careful how I walk and how I going to, you know, how am I going to sit, you know, because I don't want to disturb him. I don't want him to fly away. So I will I will not move in such a way that I, that I get him to fly away. So, privilege is to honor the Holy Spirit in my life and appreciate him, honor him, and not grieve him because he gets grieved. He's not touchy. I is not fine, but he gets grieved. When I disobey. Because if you ask me to mm, I think I I didn't grieve him, but I miss him was today, yesterday. I was uh, I was busy and was busy in the house and this and that and so on and there's a, a guy always came past the gate. And uh, he is uh, a crippled guy, no teeth, he smells horrible. But he hasn't got work. Obviously, nobody wants to give him work. So when he comes by, he, you know, he knocks on the gate, and then I give him some food or whatever and so on. And so I was busy yesterday, and uh, I could hear this. Uh, uh, I was actually watching <laughs> something. And I could hear the knock on the gate, and I say, "Oh, it's Sammy. I can't no a long story and he's going to say, "I haven't got this and that and so on." And so I didn't go out. I didn't go out. I just <laughs> continued what I was doing. And yet the carols. Now that was Friday. So yesterday morning when I went for a walk, I said to the Lord. Tell them we are here. We definitely are here. <laughs> so as I was walking and I was praying for tonight, I just felt the Lord. Um, you know, that's the silent, uh, this little, you know, it's, sorry, it's like a feather. It was like, just a feather on your face. Chris, what about Sammy? You, don't, you didn't have to open up the gate. I can go and do something. But it was me. He's, you know where to come to get food. So I sent him. And you said, I'm too busy. 
And I, I really felt, I felt bad, and I said, Lord, I'm sorry. So <laughs> please send him back to me, <laughs> that I can give him food, you know. And he didn't come yesterday. And just now, before I came here, on the gate, is Sammy. So I rushed out, and I got him some, gave him something. But it's, it's this story. It's walking with a dove. Mr. Dove, Jonah. Jonah means dove. Was sent. Dove is also the first bird to appear after the flood. Something to think about. So, privilege. Seek. What does it mean? Because he's here. He's right here. He's right inside of me. His voice is very soft, like a feather. So, we honor his presence and his power. And you view it as a privilege. That we have him. He was, he's here. Did you sense him in the worship? Did you sense him in the, in the word of knowledge? If Alan didn't yield, yield to, the, to the voice, then you didn't get prayed for. It's just how you work. It's to honor him. Number four. Purity. We also seek what is pure. We seek what does it mean to please God. Seek the kingdom and his righteousness. So seek him and seek what does it mean? How can I please God? What is it that you want me to do to do do today to please him? So yesterday I had the opportunity to please him by just opening up the gate for Sammy. So I got it right now. <laughs> I fixed it. <laughs> and I... Uh, I yeah, Lord, what will please you? Will that please you? you just stop what you're doing. Take man, three minutes. Why would you continue being, pretend you're busy? It's to seek what pleases him. To know what pleases him. The only place that I know what pleases him is to, it's when I spend time in prayer, I spend time in the word, and when I walk in the light. Because he is in the light. Okay, time's up. I get the message, so I'm almost done. <laughs> Number five, promise. And all these things will be added unto you. All these things will be. There's a promise. It will be. He promised he will look after what we, our bread. And he will look after our clothes. And he will give us shelter. And he will give us what we need. We need a vehicle to go from point A to B in these days. If you seek him first, he will do it. And I've got many stories to tell to you what the Lord has done in Tersha, my life, over the last 23 years of full-time ministry. That's a story for another day. But uh, to know Him is just spend time in prayer, just spend time in worship, spend time just reading His Word because Jesus is the Word and the, He's the living Word, but it's the words of eternal life. It's in book form. How blessed are we the, in China they only have maybe one page or nothing, and they memorize it from, point, from the first sentence to the end. The living word. We've got it. We've got, I don't know how many Bibles you've got in your, in your house. I've got probably about 15 in my study. I don't read it. It doesn't matter. Help. It doesn't help if it's in there. It needs to get into my heart. And then, but it's connected to a promise. It is connected to a promise. Seek. Seek his government. And then he, he promised he will do it. 
Number six, provision. Well, the context is, was the worry. Don't worry about this thing, what you eat, you drink, what you will wear, food, clothing, house, a roof over your head. I said, don't worry about these things. Don't worry. Don't, if Jesus says, don't do it, then it means it's the command. Don't do it. Don't go there, Chris. Don't get anxious. Because your father knows that, I mean, and the heathens also look after that, but your father, your father, your power, your Yamasa power, your provider, he knows about it. And he says, I know, but seek my government. And then I will add it. So by the way, like Solomon, he got it. So he promised that he will provide. Have you ever seen a, a dove <clears throat> sitting on a, a dive of a tuck or on a telephone wire? And the dove woke up this morning and sat there, one of these, these uh, ring neck turtle diver. And he's. <laughs> Where are we going to find water today? Uh, I don't know. We're going to get water or food. Where are we going to get a pup? <laughs> Have you ever seen a dove stressed? Have you ever seen a cow stressed? Only when it goes <laughs> to the butchery. <laughs> He says, don't worry, don't stress, don't be anxious about nothing. If you're anxious, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. So, if you want to worry, if we want to worry, let's worry to know him. Let's rather worry what does it mean to know him. Because if I know him, then I will not move out of rest. I will just trust him. And last thing. There's a principle. It's an upside-down kingdom. Have you heard that before? Of a right-side-up kingdom. <laughs> if anyone, if he who wants to find his life, he will lose it. He or she who wants to find his or her life, lose it. And he who wants to lose his life for my sake, to find it. <laughs> Back on the just different. So what does it mean? Seek. Because the kingdom, after all, is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. It's not about eating or drinking. It's not about cultural issues. It is about Righteousness, standing in the right relationship with him. Seeking what pleases him. And then the result of that is, is peace and joy. And I'm telling you, all of us can do with a dose of peace every day and a dose of joy. Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so, what do we pray? Lord, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in my life, in my church, in my city, in my nation, as it is in heaven. Will you do it, Lord? So, if, uh, if, you, uh, if you want to uh, fresh, maybe you've done it before, 
But maybe you want to be just, just in a fresh way. Just wanted to say, Lord, I want to seek your kingdom first. Help me to do this thing. Help me, show me this secret. Show me what does it mean to live on your government. Bring revelation for me to understand so that I can get to a place where I'm willing, if that's what he's asking, to sell everything for the sake of the treasure of the kingdom flame. Thank you for listening. Remember that our sermon audio and videos are also available on Shofar TV. Go to www.shofaronline.tv to download and share.